two of our Halloween special. Shut up. That is beautiful. <laughs> right. No, I am your savage god here along with Savage Chris. Say what's up. Over here and saying I'm with somebody else. Hey, what saying? Saying is what you make it. <laughs> That's what saying is. No, we are here. 31. Age mm. from hell. Also, <laughs> when have you ghosted people? And when has lust possessed you? Look at that. I should like I need my own horror special right now. Yeah. (laughs) Right now. I need my own horror special. So tonight we're gonna do things a little different. Usually I started off with someone else someone else's story, but I'm gonna get my story out of the way. Uh I wouldn't. I would call the aftermath of the date. The that's how it turned into one of my dates from hell. So mm-hmm. on my, it was a drug filled night. <laughs> you know, I had a, a lot of uh, things in my system. You know, things that starts with the M and the C. I'm not going to go into it, but you know, <laughs> but, I, but and also my date did as well, and we were going to this party. It was kind of held in my honor because it was like I'm gonna be just totally honest on what it was. It was like a secret sex group type thing. It was crazy, um, and uh, so me and my date we went to this party. It was, you know, you. The equivalent of a 1970 key party. You ever hear about those? Like a locking key party? No, like a key party. You put your keys in a dish, and whoever key you get matched up with, that's who you going home with that night. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, but but no, it was just one this big sex orgy, pretty much. (laughs) So, great night. You know, I, I felt like I gave more advice than actual participation. On the whole thing, because like I said, if, if something is held in like my honor, I would, like you know, so it was a guy there in this orgy field sex romp, <laughs> super drunk, hella drunk, being super aggro with everybody, and I'm like, bruh, like chill out. I told him chill out once. I have a three warning rule. You know, like, chill out. If I tell you chill out three times and you chill out, then I have the right to hit you. All right, three strikes, you're out. Exactly. So, what happened was, I hit him. <laughs> I actually ended up punt, like, and it's weird because I was in this, like, Speedo, tuxedo. <laughs> my date bought it to me and told me to wear it to this. What color was it? It was black and white. I, you know, mm-hmm. my dick looked like a penguin. So <laughs> it happened. And when I, like, literally, like, when I punched him, he fell into, like, a pile of people having sex on the bed. It was just funny as hell to me after I had some thinking about it now. And everybody's like, oh my god, what is going on? And, you know, everybody 
myself, and it was a big thing, and that just turned my date horrible. It just, it was horrible. my date was kind of mad at me. It was just horrible, hmm. horrible. Bunch of people in the face sometimes. Don't work in your favor. Did y'all have sex? I mean, yeah, we had, of course. I'm just asking because my next question is, if not, did you go and explore the rest of the rooms? I explored every room in that Holiday Inn. <laughs> I explored all the connected rooms. It was crazy. It was even one room where this chick was like, you know, begging the shit out of this one dude. Like, it was pretty dope to watch that the actions of this. I never seen it before, and I walked in. I think I walked in had to do more drugs or just was exploring. But I walked in, and he was bent over, and she was giving it to him. I was like, hmm, that's art. That's art. And I kept on moving. <laughs> kept it moving. I mean, yeah. So that was a crazy thing that happened. All right. So one of my stories for now, I'm going to also talk about the time I ghosted somebody, which was horrible. I feel like you have many of these to choose from. <laughs> Hold on, man. Hold on a second. First of all, I have two that I remember to choose from. Okay. I have two. Like, okay. Is that because you're intoxicated right now? When am I not? Um. <laughs> so you just don't remember all of them because your levels of intoxication. Probably. I, I probably don't remember everybody I ghosted, but I do remember the ghosting itself of it happening. Um, sad. I felt bad because I ghosted her because of her kid. As a father, because I'm a father now. So at the time, I just had one kid. I only had Caleb. And, and so, and my daughter, I'm not trying to brag and say my genes are the shit, but my daughter was smart as advanced child so other people kids when something was a little off it kind of freaked me out you know but this uh chick i ghosted she was i met her um on a drunken night drunken crazy night i was in adams morgan adams morgan is a place in dc where bars are lined up from pillar to post pretty much um from Adam Morgan to U Street. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. My DMV listeners. Anyway, <laughs> so so I met her that night. I went to Club Heaven and Hell that night, which is still open to this day, which is fucking amazing. Like, oh my I just God. had somebody else post about that club, but that's a different yeah, story. Yeah, Heaven and Hell is dope. I partied in hell, but it got kind of too hot, so I went to Heaven, and it was like smoky oh, everywhere. Oh, okay. It was too fucking hot. Everybody stay down here. <laughs> fuck out of here. I do that shit in my real afterlife too. Like fuck you. Give me Sensuay or I'm leaving. Because I would rather like go to hell and party with the devil and party and all that. Because I feel like if I go to heaven, God, I had too many fucking rules. Like I'm, I'm not a rules thing type of guy. And I heard when you're an angel, you don't get to have a penis. So who said that? So in movies. Listen, what about all the artwork? Okay. White men put that artwork up. You going to trust the white man? No, I believe angels look like a crazy beast and like what people think are demonic things. I think that's what angels look like. I don't think they're these 
human characteristics. I think that because they constantly say that when they show up, people are fearful. Well, then you're not looking like Thor. Because Thor show up in my house. <laughs> I ain't saying shit. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's a whole, like, they gotta see, say, you know, don't be afraid. Like, thank you. Yeah, well. So they probably got a monster penis. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I've seen movies with demons had monster penises. <laughs> oh, look at that. How about that? Anyway. <laughs> But nah, so Savage Chris, what stories you got to kick to us uh, in this awesome episode? Okay, well, so first there were a couple people. So for a spooky confession telling us a time that they ghosted someone, um, this person said they took a Tinder date home and them and their roommate both railed her out and then never messaged her again after that. Oh no, that's... Like, like, don't. Uh, I hate guys like that. Like, don't make the. If she was giving enough to let you guys enjoy her for a night, don't be mean. Don't be mean. I'm not with that. That's fucking horrible. No comment. Whatever. <laughs> this other one from a 26 year old male in Towson, Maryland. Do you know where that's at? Yeah, I know what Towson, Maryland uh, is. Towson? Yeah. Except it's spelled like T O W, like towing your car. Yeah, T O W S. Y'all can't pronounce shit right out there. It's, first of all, <laughs> we pronounced it Towson. Say water? Water. All right, that's my Shut whole point. The fuck up, dude. I was hooking <laughs> out regularly with this girl, and it was fine. She kept urging more and more for her roommate to watch us and join in. I'm fine with it, and don't ever mind being with a dude in the right circumstances. But she got so awkward and pushy about it that I got scared of hearing about it. Just said screw it and ghosted her on a hookup. She legitimately messaged me 30 texts in an hour about how much she hated me, and his dick was so much better. And then I blocked her number. I saw her months later, and she was very pregnant and looked like she hadn't slept in weeks. Kind of felt bad, but I wasn't just there for the booty anyways. Yeah, well, that's how it is. Like, I recently came across somebody who looked good when I first met him, and now they just look like the rats that be behind restaurants in D.C. Wow. Yeah, man, it's horrible. Um, <laughs> it's horrible. And that's funny. Like, yeah, like, ladies, if the dude already says he's down once, don't be pushy. Because guess what? Put yourself in the dude's position if it was you and another girl and the guy was being pushy to have a threesome with you guys. Like, don't do that. Same rules apply to every fucking body. I, there is no double standards anymore. It's 2021. Get your shit together. Michael Jordan. <laughs> get your shit together yes alright well since you just gave me one I'm gonna give you one of my ghosting stories okay. here alright so wait was it I already gave you a ghost story ha, I don't have to give another one next question <laughs> give us a story about a time you were possessed by love love or lust Lust, if you want. Okay, it can, all right, it's going to be lust for me. Um, my brother thinks this is funny because if it wasn't for him, me, me and him and my man Rocco would be dead right now. <laughs> um, you know, me and me, my brother and my man Rocco, Rocco was my man. Rock, shout out to my man Rocco forever. Like, 
that nigga was my, he. We literally just met that night, and he was ready to ride for me no matter what. Rocco was literally he was he was muscle like like yeah he wasn't one to be fucked with type. Hey shit. Rocco. <laughs> so me, my brother Rocco, and these two chicks, we we go out and we have fun at this little club. It's a sushi club, uh, it, and after hours, it's a, it's a sushi bar, and after hours, they turn it into a club. Mm. But they still serve sushi and sake. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, the chick, the chick I was dating was uh, Vietnamese, and her sister was, uh, sorry, her sister-in-law uh, was um, Filipino. So, um, so we went to this thing. Like, we wasn't quite dating but I got my feelings caught up into a friend situation fucking buddy situation I got my feelings caught up so I will give her that so um we was there we was having a good time and my brother was like hey let's get a room and let's all go to the room and have a fucking better time I didn't know that she already made plans with some random dude at the club to go with him that night Mm. So I'm pissed. I feel disrespected. You got me fucked up. You know who I am. That's what I'm thinking in my head. Um, <laughs> so, and like when there was club let out, they was coming out, and she left her personal let in my car. And uh, what happened was, so I saw her walking with the dude, like for her, for him to protect her while she get her stuff in my car. I was like, I was yelled at my brother. I was like, Crow, knock his ass out. And Crow was like, nigga, I was going to hit him until you made it aware that I was going to hit him. So then the cops got involved some way, somehow, and like escorted and got her purse and all that out of my car and her sister things out of my car. So I was like, fuck that. Because she lived like down the street from the actual club. And so we drove and we went and we went there <laughs> waited for she pulled up with, in a Cadillac with two of new two random niggas I didn't even see mm. like not even the same dudes dude that she was about to leave with it was literally a new random dude two random dudes I don't even know where these dudes came from so I had a Mercedes at the time and I put my pedal to the fucking floor when I saw them pull up and boom, I was speeding like I was going to fucking beeline head first into the other car. And Crow, God bless my bro, was, Rocco was like, yeah, let's do it. But Crow was like, uh, one thing, hold on, I gotta say this. Rocco killed it at that fucking little Asian club we went to. That was pretty dope. They was all on Like, he danced so much, he sweated through his clothes. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't know, I Maybe some Asian women like big black men. I don't fucking know. But, <laughs> but he had a ball. But he was ready to he was ready to ride. Like, not yet. He was like, he was behind, fist balled up, ready to do his thing. So my brother Crow, he took the steering wheel and he moved it so I didn't crash into him, but I almost crashed into a tree. I had to stop. And uh Yeah. And then it was so and then after the dudes hurried up and sped off, the chick called me. I'm like, get off of my property or I'm going to call the cops. And I'm like, fuck you. I ain't dealing with you anyway. And then she was like, why are you acting like that? I was like, you don't do me like that. And then we made up. And yeah, 
sacks after. But that's one of the times less possessed than me. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Wow. Really shit, man. I, I don't think I've ever had a possession like that. Like, I don't know what it takes to get there. I don't know if I want to be there. <sighs> yeah, I didn't. I mean, it sounds fun. No. For when you're in your 20s. But, like, yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm way past that now. Yeah, so it's like, I was in my 20s when it happened. So, you know. I think I was, honestly, I think I was 25, 26. Okay. So it happens. So fucking what? <laughs> so tell us, when was the last time you were possessed by lust? Was it? That was the last time? That was, I'm not, no, 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 no. It's not the last time I was possessed by lust, but it was the last dramatic time mm-hmm. I was possessed by lust because I, I learned to a fuck it, shit is going to happen the way it's going to happen. You can only control what you do. You can't control what nobody else does. So, <clears throat> if you heard any type of static or anything, it's because I just smacked the mic back to that. Fuck y'all, I don't need to complain of <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, I just learned, like, hey, man, if somebody else can take your chick, then that chick will never be yours to begin with. And Again, I should have learned. I should have that that it taught me also to know better. Like, don't get your feelings caught up if you know if you know you and if you and that person just fucking. Yeah, even if you do it, if you do start to have feelings while y'all just supposed to be fucking for fun, stop fucking that person. It's not teaching them a lesson, and you're not being cold. It's what's best for you because the more you guys fuck, the more you guys get closer. Obviously, if you caught feelings, so leave it alone. And I should have left it the fuck alone. So, mm. there we go. There you go. Yeah, man. That was the last dramatic one. And shit happened on accident. Like, the cops bombarded me because, the like, my exes, I was 20 years old, I never forget this. My exes do, like, all I wanted her to do was pay her half of the phone bill we had together. The rest, even though we brought, like, pay this last phone bill, then that's it. She's like, I'm not paying that because she was still better because I covered the tattoo. I, I covered my tattoo. I had her name up, mm. and she moved on to a new guy. And he, they worked together in the same place, in the same little barista sandwich shop. They worked together, and I went up there like, pay your fucking bill. Okay. Oh. And her dude was there. He's like, why you up here? Like, nigga, what? And I went up there, I guess, and he called the cops on me. Yeah, and the cops pretty much made it seem like, oh, I was some type of stuff. No, I wasn't no fucking stalker. It was like, I wanted this bitch to pay her fucking phone, the part of her phone bill, so I can get out of this contract with Verizon. So. And they be holding on to their contracts. Yeah, they really do. And I don't got some fucking time for that. Like, nah, I'm, I'm doing, we're going half of this. So, did she ever pay? No, she did not. I ended up having to pay the whole thing and ended with my contract with Verizon because I thought it was too expensive. Because they are. They've been... Yeah, they fucking are. Verizon is legitimately for a different class of people. <laughs> um, tax bracket of people in that class. Tax bracket of people. Because let's be honest, no human being has fucking class. I hate when people say, oh, let's classify it. Ain't nothing class about the human race at all. 
You should know what I'm talking about. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Um, you know, let you guys know that you can now answer our questions in the description. Uh, once you listen to this promotion, you'll learn more. And we'll be right back with the 31 first dates from Hell Special. More. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going to fucking do it until we are done with Halloween. Don't, if you don't like it, eat a dick. Oh, I didn't say, I didn't tell anybody to eat a dick in a long ass time. I don't even know the last time you said it. I don't even know the last time I said it. I'm, I'm usually. You're probably hungry out here. Oh, You've been feeding oh, people. Oh, I've been peaceful. I don't know, because I didn't tell anybody to eat a dick in a long time. You know who I should have told to eat a fucking dick? All right. So when I was in D.C., me and my me and my homies, me and my brothers, Dave and Jabari, we went out to this bar that literally was down the street from my sister's house. And we're drinking, we're having a good fucking time, and I, some dude, it was his birthday or some shit. Like, Dave literally just got finished saying, me and Jabari is pretty much the hood niggas, the street dudes, the hotheads of like, we all, he said like, we was talking about mental health at the moment we were drinking. And he was pretty much, you know, you know, telling, by the way, it's always good to talk to a therapist. I, I'm so glad we, me and my men did have that talk because we, yeah, there was a lot of mental health talk, but this guy just came over here with his, he was drunk, the guy, was, I, it was his birthday, the guy's birthday, I guess. He was drunk as hell. He just came, sat in our face, like, like, just sat there and looked disturbed, like we did something wrong. So, Jabari was like, "What you, what you hit us? Serve us more drinks." Like, Jabari wanted, like, why you hit, like, why did you just sit there and look at us like we did something wrong? To you? Earlier in the night, I, at the end of the day, no matter how far I come, I learned something in DC. When I get back to DC, oh, I'm on, I'm on Pierre. I'm on a different mode when I'm out, when I'm home in Arizona, but when I'm back home in D.C., I'm on Pierre And so, he just sat there, and Jabari already said, what you about to serve us drinks or something? And Dave saw in my eyes that I was legitimately about to hit this guy. Like, I'm like... So, and then the dude was like, no, nah, I'm not here to serve y'all. But I said, what the fuck are you here for? I literally said, what the fuck are you here for? Early in the night, he was playing some whack-ass music over the Bluetooth in the bar. Some fucking dip session. I'm like, turn that corny-ass shit off. No, I don't want to hear that shit. So I did say that. So that's what could have sparked everything. I'm not quite sure. But I really, but Dave, he, I always call him the lawyer because he is a lawyer. And he just doesn't, he knows the process and doesn't feel like dealing with the process. So he he just kept, you know, asking the dude different questions, like, because he already saw not only was Jabari kind of upset, but I was definitely upset, and I was legitimately going to hit this guy. And Dave was like, yeah, man, it's your birthday. Like, he told us it was his birthday, and all that. Then next, you know, the talk, I learned something. My growth taught me something. Again, the talking, actually, it ended in a good way, because... Yeah, <laughs> I was really going to hit this dude if he said the wrong thing. But yeah, man, that's it. Told me that okay, yeah, you come to Bob, but you know, got a little bit more to go. <laughs> you got a little bit more to go. But that was cool. Good times. All right, going to the commercial break. I've been saying I don't even know why I got into that story. We'll be right back with the X-rated experience podcast. 
Rated Savage, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome news brought to you here by your Savage God himself. You can now answer our questions in the descriptions on Spotify and Anchor FM. It's totally easy, Lucas. totally dope. So you can answer our three questions we have for our Halloween specials. What is your worst date you ever had? When is the time you ghosted someone? And when is the time you let lust possess you? Go ahead, answer those questions, answer those polls. Like I said, easy peasy. Love y'all. Let's enjoy the rest of the episode. And we are back, my X-rated savage ladies and gentlemen. Here on the X-Rate Experience Podcast, Halloween special. (laughs) We are back with our questions here. Uh, So, I'm going to get straight into it. I want to get straight into what we was talking about during the break. Um, Like I said, I've heard my homies, they gave me some great stories uh, that I didn't know. Uh, when I was back in D.C., so it was one story. I'm not gonna call this one of the one of my homies' date from dates from hell. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it when that's when love, lust, no love and lust possess the woman he was with. Double so, possession. Double possession. He wasn't possessed. She was possessed. He was trying to get out of the relationship. So. Uh, one night, cause it's this, cl- I don't know if it's still open, if it's still open, that's what's up, if not, damn, fuck y'all, who closed it, there's this strip club called Bass and Cruise that me and my man used to go to all the time, sometimes it was just shut that motherfucker down, like, and it was funny, because I used to have a great night and only spend literally 10 to $20, because I just got into a conversation with some random stripper, and that, that was always mm-hmm. fun, um, but, my homie decided to go to Bass and Cruise by himself that night. He was in a relationship, uh, and he just needed some breathing room, and he went to Bass and Cruise to get some fucking breathing room. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? Like, there's nothing wrong with getting some I mean, like, the strip club is... You can get breathing room at the library and or McDonald's. No, no. My breathing room, I just would have went to the park and just sat and chilled. Exactly. He decided the strip club. He's different. Don't don't judge him. So, come to find out, his girl showed, just popped up at the strip club. <laughs> she just popped up. And so, when he saw her, he made a beeline for the exit, like, trying to avoid her. And the next day, when he came to pick her up, she just walked out of her house and nothing but a bra and a thong. Like, this is what you like, right? This is what you want. Good for her. He can't get a mental break. Damn well, he shouldn't have been at that strip club because the fact that he saw her and didn't say hi or nothing else and made a beeline out of there, okay, that's because you knew you shouldn't have been where? Having breathing room at a strip club. And it's musty as fucking there. You can't breathe, anyways. So, 
Like, get the fuck out of here. You're not having deep thoughts of peace. You are being hypnotized by titties and ass. Like, there's nothing wrong. Or dicks. Like, you go yeah, first, of all, woman, first of all, Madison Cruz is a woman's strip club. How do you, what do you mean, dicks? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about strip clubs in general. Oh, you can okay, get hypnotized okay. by the bodies in strip clubs. Yeah. But, like, he knew good and well. Continue. But, but good for her. I still don't think like why would you first of all I'm like I've oh, seen I've seen want? no I've seen this girl baddie so I probably wouldn't have minded seeing that part come out and be like this is what you love but still making a scene and letting the neighbors and shit see was, like Slim like come on man like are you fucking kidding me like now the neighbors know our business they I would have got some heels and put on some body glitter I would have put on the Bluetooth speaker. I would have gone all out because this is apparently what you want to see. Why are you coming home? Go ahead and go back over there and go get your breathing room. In and out. In and out. <laughs> no, and this is why he dumped her. And now he's happily married to the woman he wants to be with because I get it. Does he take breathing breaks at the strip club stuff? Don't answer that. No, he, I, I was going to say, I don't, he doesn't actually. We just go to bars and he talks to random people. What? That's my like, point. That was my point because we don't take breathing breaks at strip clubs. We're in serious relationships. <laughs> it was no, my entire no, point. But hold on, I will say I have been to the certain strip clubs that they had great food, and I needed a break. And it just happens that somebody's stripping on stage. But I'm not. But really... when your girl walked in, would you have taken a beeline to no. act like you were the eight? Thank you. No, point I'm sitting there and I'm having a mental break. Why are you here? I'm going to ask you why are you here. I'm not like. No, nigga, I, it pays for me to touch them. We are, we got bills at home. If it, always, if a strip club offers food, then literally they will legitimately let you sit there and eat your food, and they won't ask you for a lap dance or no shit like that. So you have a good chance of just paying for your meal, getting entertained by the main girl who's on stage, and leaving out. You know what I'm saying? Just pay, literally paying and tipping for your meal. Mm. So. If I'm there just to get a breather, and I'm a, I love, uh, I'm, I feel like stripping sometimes is the art form. It depends on who's doing it. So if I'm enjoying the art, I don't feel like you have to drop in on me. If, if especially if you knew this was this mental space I needed from you, why would you just come and disrupt that? So no, we gonna have a talk right then and there. You and didn't describe all that before. You said she just happened to walk into the club that he was in. No, she dropped in on. Like, not what you he told her she he was going to be there and she came. So he wasn't lying to her. He didn't say he was he was just going out with his boy. He didn't say nah, he, no. I'm going to Bassett Cruz and I'm going to you know get a mental break from you, but you still popped up. That's toxicity level three. <laughs> is toxicity a word? It is now, and I said it. It is because it's in Webster's Dictionary. But I said it first. So, okay. there you go. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But, like, yeah, so, yeah. And that's why, like I said, he's married with something. Like, I remember when he got married, she was, like, pissed. She was just... Ladies, please stop doing that shit, bringing y'all problems online, on social media, and that shit from Facebook to Instagram to Twitter to Snap. Don't do that. 
the like, come on, man, grow up. Don't drag that shit out through social media. That's stupid. We can handle it. You got my number. What the fuck? Like, don't do that. Stupid. Don't. Savage Chris, let's go ahead and get a story. <laughs> what do we have next? So I had a story about a time that I ghosted a guy. Uh, so I had been talking to this guy and just a friends with benefits type situation. Um, it's going great, you know, just kick it, smoke, fuck, and then have him gladly leave my house. No cuddling, none of that shit. Uh, and then it got to where he apparently got so comfortable where he would show up late for fuck sessions. Oh. Okay. Um and like like but like an hour or two late. Okay, that's that's too fucking late. Yeah. Thirty minutes. Okay, she knows that something happened. That whatever excuse you told her, that's the real deal. But come on, hour two, nah, nigga, what the fuck? Well, then one time he texts me and says, "Hey, I'm gonna be late. I'm on the side of the road." I said, "Okay, well, you know, I can go back to work. You can just let me know when you're coming by," and uh. Then he messaged me and he's like, hey, do you think you can come out here and come pick me up and take me and all this stuff? And that's who is Because I don't know what happened with him being on the side of the road, but I let him know, no, I could not. Ah, One, I live in the desert. Two, you're not my responsibility. You're not my man. We're just fucking. Ah, and yeah. three, he lived like 30, 40 minutes away from where I was at. Like, I was still working. It was supposed to be a lunch break fuck. I'm not leaving work to come pick you up. To, like, you got, no. So, I was like, all right, you're getting a little weird with boundaries. Like, you're asking me to do things that are clearly not in my list of roles. Uh, and then, one day, he just messages me and he says, hey, I'm out of town and I ran out of money. Do you think I can borrow some money from you? And I was like, no. I just flat out told him. Yeah, no. you don't. You don't ask your fuck. It's your fuck buddy. <laughs> that's it, and that's all. You don't ask them to help you. I mean, if he's in dire straits, yes. But how was he out of town, out of money? That's I'm gonna finish telling you that. Okay, go ahead. So then he let me know because uh, I I said flat out no, and then he messaged me and he's like, hey, uh, here's my address. Uh, if you can just go into my house and you can just break into my back window and go into my house. And he described to me where all his money was at. And he's like, you can just take the money and go to the bank and then send me the money. And I was like, I'm not going to jail for breaking in your house. If that's no, that's not, that's not going. Why? Because I gave you the permission. Uh, he had other adults living in his house. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. not doing it. Yeah, right. I'm not doing it. Yeah, it was just yeah. and I asked. I was like, can't they send you money? He's like, oh, I don't trust them. They always steal from me. They do drugs. And I was like, ah. no. And that was just, I, I had to end it. And that's why it goes to them. Because he was just willing to just put me in situations that were outside of my thing. But, like, I just, I'm not, no. Yeah, it sounded like it was a lot. We're just fucking. Like, yeah. and you don't even get me to orgasm like that either. So, like. No. Understandable. It's good, I, good yeah. sex though. But yeah. No. yeah. 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 I understand. Okay, I get that part. Damn. Yeah. Well, you kind of. I mean, yeah. You just, you just justified in doing what you do because that was. It seems like a lot for a fuck buddy. It honestly seems like a lot for a fuck buddy. So. I get it. We deserve that. 
So that's if if you're out there and you hear this, that's why you got ghosted. Oh, he knows. <laughs> oh my god. I told him because he came back later and he's like, "Why'd you stop talking to me?" He even found me like months later on social media. Okay. And I was like, "No," and he's like, "Do you still live?" And I was like, "No, mm. no, I don't." Mm. You know what's funny? My last co-host was a ghoster too, but you know, she had three kids. So I understood why she ghosted most of the time. Her crazy stories. Um, I ghosted because I don't have kids. Yeah. Like I love dating dads, but don't don't try to put me in the position of being a mother to your child. Mm-hmm. I will ghost the shit out of you for that. I will ghost the shit. Like that's a lack of boundaries. No, thank you. <laughs> and I'm great with kids. I love kids and all that. But like that's just that that's a concern to me. <laughs> That's a concern. I understand because even like I'm a father, and if something happens, God forbid. Well, no, I shouldn't say that because I don't know. Anyway, but anything forbid, anything happens to my kids, moms, I'm not going to make the woman I'm dating try to take their mother's place because that's stupid. You can't. No, you. Yeah, you can be their stepmom. You can be an awesome stepmom, two thumbs up. But I'm not looking for you to replace their mother. I have these guys doing this with living mothers that were taking care of their kids that they were visiting. Oh, no, no. You, that, 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 you're just a disrespectful fuck for that one. Because, I, no, I, I deal with strong. Like, the mothers of my kids are strong, independent women. I'm going to rephrase that. The majority of the mothers of my kids are strong, independent women. And, no, they don't. They, they, they're not about to be disrespected like that. Even though. When I take my daughters shopping at malls and women used to ask me if I needed help because, you know, I'm a man, I'm a father <laughs> with young girls. So I used to say that, I'm like, yeah, your mother's in rehab, right? <laughs> I used to tell them that. Like, it used to, like, but anyway, that was me. I was, shut up. I don't know. I was in my 20s. I can do what I want. But yeah, so that was me. That was, that was, I used to like, yeah, that mom. And the girls was like, oh, my God, that's, you're so awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my brother knows, man. We used, like, I was, I used to be the master at making up a great story, and chicks used to just be enthralled with it. Like, I remember one time we was at Hooters, and I just told the, one of the, I just told the chick that I worked for the White House, and then, like, next thing you know, all the Hooters waitresses was around us talking to us, and, like, just ha-ha, hee-hee in it with this. And uh, yeah, one of the uh, fun, and that ended up in a date from hell. And I want to get into that now. Uh, so one of the hoolers chicks, she was drop dead gorgeous, light skin, whatever. Like yeah. So I went to go see her because she went to a certain college. I think it was. I think it was George Washington or I don't know some college that had a campus so that was pretty dope but I went to her dorm room and first she was supposed to you know talk to my brother like he got her number and all that but she invited me to her house mm-hmm. well to her dorm and so I went and she just turned me like I that was the second time in my life I ever 
Yeah, second time in my life I ever had erectile dysfunction, but and it wasn't no liquor involved. It wasn't no fireball involved. I had erectile dysfunction because of the story she told, and that never that's never happened to me since, and then that will never happen to me again. But she's like, yeah, how she was with literally she was with Kevin Hart, a bunch of NBA players that I'm forgetting their names because they're irrelevant now, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, so, and then, and then after she told me the story, she's like, what about me and you? And I'm like, uh, like, bitch, I don't think I'm in the right tax bracket for you to be messing with me. Because one of the things about going to the Hooters in Chinatown is right next to the, it used to be called the Verizon Center. Uh, It's called something else now, but the Wizards players used to go to that Hooters sometimes after a game. Mm -hmm. And that's how they met them. Two times I was I got into some shit with Wizards players because of this, but um, yeah, like her stories, like I her gold digging, you might as well say term me off. Like at the end of the day, because if you're talking to these high profile men, then you always talk to you always go into dating a guy with an agenda, obviously, because these are men that could change your life. And me, I was just on the come up. I'm not going to change it. And to this day, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let this be known now. I don't give a fuck if I got $10 million in the bank. I will still be cheap. Unless it comes to I drugs. I believe it. Yeah, unless it comes to drugs. Then that's, it's a weird thing. Like, if somebody be like, yeah, you know, extra $30, you can get these jeans right here. And I'm like, nigga, $30? I'm not buying these jeans. But let my plug say, yeah, man, just for $15, I'll give you this right here. All right, back, boom, boom. I have no like that's so weird. Everybody has it. It's called addiction. We have it with, <laughs> some people have it with shopping. Some people have a little food. Like, listen, you tell me you about to upgrade my home meal for just a dollar from a small to a large. Bet, like, fuck, extra sauce for for twenty five cents more. Too cool. I buy the extra sauce at Papa John's. So like, I love the extra sauce at Papa John's. Papa John's. Uh, my man Shaq, motherfucker, he's the owner now. The fuck? Oh my gosh. They calling us niggas. <laughs> and whatnot. Nah, man. I honestly feel like the Papa John dude was just dumb. It's two types of white people in this world. No, it's actually three types. The ones that are not racist at all that wouldn't and actually understands and that's actually smart. But it's, the other two types are it's the, the racist. That's blatantly racist, openly racist, don't give two shits. And there's the dumb racist that that it, when they say something offensive, it's more you should teach them more than you should condemn them. And that's how I feel like the Papa John's dude was. Like when he was saying the N-word in the boardroom, I honestly feel like it's only because he hung with so many black people that he thought it was cool for him to say too, like it was okay because he didn't know no better. I don't think they should be, like... No. How old was he? Um, like, he was four, but it doesn't matter. Two different that. cultures. Two different cultures. It doesn't... There's no... no In the boardroom? No. no, you can't say that because my grandfather was a sexist to his death. So you can't say... he. No. Old school traditions sometimes literally... Like, he said it, this man was in his 40s. Yeah. That's not old school tradition. That's 40s. Okay, he still was raised in a different time frame, though. Okay, he knows not to say the N word in a boardroom. 
Well, yeah. I'm not. No, no. You're right. I'm not giving him no excuse and saying no. But he was. I honestly feel like he was just a dumb white person that somebody should have taught him. I still feel like the decision and the results of what they did was kick him. Oh, he's not the owner no more. I still feel like that was a good decision. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I still feel like that was a good decision, but he still should. He still somebody should have still taught him. Like, let's be honest. At the end of the day, he started that business with one car and. I don't know. I'm just happy he's gone and I still got my pizza. So Yeah, man, I'm proud of my man Shaq. Like, I'm, I will always be proud of anything Shaq does because he does stuff. Shaq is literally one of them people who has uh, paid for people's groceries, furniture, whatever, rent, and all that, and like it was nothing. He didn't make a big fuss about it. So you think Shaq is ghost of people? Yeah. You think Shaq is... Evil to ghost people. Yeah, well, well, of course Shaq can't ghost them. Like, if they don't hear, if Shaq doesn't call them, then he doesn't call them. If they call him, yeah, he can ghost them by de- like denying their calls and all that. But yeah, but nigga, Shaq can never ghost anybody. Like, I know he wants to take away him being a celebrity, but it's too late, nigga. You're a celebrity. <laughs> so that, like, Shaq don't like. We know who you are. It's not like you're inconspicuous. <laughs> you you you're a grown ass man that's over six ten. Like nobody got time for that. Like we know who you are, Shaq. Like even if you wasn't famous and you just was in one area, everybody in that area would know who you are because of how big you are. Like you'll be called like some ironic, like tiny or some shit like that. <laughs> like. What the fuck? No. No, he's definitely ghosted people. I mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying to think if I have another story of me, go, me ghost. I, yeah, I do. I kind of still feel bad that I ghosted this one person. Cool uh, um, person. I, actually, she was literally the cousin of some woman I had dealt with earlier in my life like I was 27 and I used to talk to her cousin and then I started talking to her but that was years later after I stopped talking to her cousin but I didn't know they was cousins and um yeah man we had a great time like there is no fucked up story in this we had a great time we had great sex and it was it literally was memorable sex and like it was Everything clicked, but I just stopped texting her and I stopped reaching out to her. And yeah, and she's once that happened, she's like, oh, I guess she was like, oh, you fucking ghosted me. And now we're no longer, uh, you know, she no longer follows me on Instagram and I no longer follow her on Instagram. I'm probably blocked, but I don't mm-hmm. care. I, I feel I don't I feel bad that I ghosted her the way I did because that shouldn't have been done. But you know, my mental wasn't in the right place. So what am I supposed to you know What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Uh, wow, I think I've ghosted a lot of people. I think it's just, it's easy. I and People don't like to hear no. Like, I try to be kind and give, like, closure to people. 
but they just can't hear no so i'm just like it's just easier to ghost them and just save my energy for talking to the next person i mean yeah but ghosting can also be dangerous like it, there are cases out there where someone goes to someone and that person either broke into their home. So you don't tell everybody where you live. I don't show what my car looks like. I wasn't always giving out my phone numbers. Like some people got ghosted that had no clue how to find me. But so that technically means you went into the situation kind of knowing you were gonna ghost. I don't trust everybody. Just don't know. I don't go in a haunted house with friendship bracelets. It's not a safe place. Like I'm not going into a high risk situation thinking I'm about to make friends. I'm like, not gonna do it. Wait, 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 wait. You just said you don't go into a haunted house with friendship bracelets. No, you telling me if you saw a dear friend about to be hacked up by fucking Jason Voorhees, you wouldn't be like, no, hey, girl, turn left, get out of here, he coming. You wouldn't I'm like, give them a I'm warning. I'm going to yell, but I've also started to leave. I'm not walking towards you to give you info. I'm getting the fuck up out of there and yelling behind. I hope your hearing aid is turned up or you don't have headphones on because I'm not about to die for you. Oh. I have never been <laughs> to a haunted house. I, well, okay, no, I'm going to take that back. So I went to a haunted uh, mirror room. Uh, at the Santa Cruz boardwalk and they had to let me out the emergency exit door because I started to go to physically assault people. I, I can't do it. So I was 19 at the time. It was right after my 19th birthday and they just thought it was funny to try and scare me, the people in my group. Then the staff thought it was funny and I I very much get into the you know, this is a physical threat. So that's me in a situation that I put myself in. I'm not about to go in a dating situation and let y'all have that chance to hack up my body. I watch Criminal Minds and ID channel. <laughs> I'll be ghosting people. They be getting too emotional in the goodbyes. <laughs> First, I'm a, like, if we go into a haunted house situation, I will at least try to, like, save you if you about to die. Are like, you going to save people? Because, like, I haven't been to a haunted house and I'm thinking about it. So, like, we can go to a haunted house this season. You can't record me going to this haunted house because I feel like people would piss on themselves laughing at me. <laughs> I'm scared. I get scared during, like, movie trailers. <laughs> no, this is one time I went to a haunted house with a girl and, like, I was high as fuck and, like, shit kept jumping out on us. And then one time I just... <laughs> <laughs> Ran the girl by the call and I was like, Thank you, get her out of here! I threw her in front of the, oh front of the thing that's giving me. I threw her on That's why I'm not going with you. That's exactly why we're not going to a haunted house. They will have one less podcast show on Spotify, <laughs> Anchor, Apple Podcasts. Like, it'll be, it'll be gone. No, like, I, I remember that because. My sister and her boyfriend went through and she's like, oh my God, stop. And my sister started, like, she broke down and started crying in her boyfriend's arms and he walked her out like the dutiful boyfriend he is. But me, when they turned up, they out, I'm I literally grabbed her by her collar and her pants and threw her in front wow. on top of the dude. 
and ran out of the fucking house. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere with you. I'm not going anywhere with you. It's a nice try. We were going to have a moment here to build our friendship a little more, but it seems like we're just going to stay at acquaintance level here. <laughs> hey, no, hey, look, okay, mm-hmm. I am the toughest mm-hmm. of tough. I, but ghosts and shit, like, you can't kill ghosts because they're already dead. I'm getting the fuck out of there. You need to come to. <laughs> What the fuck, like, look, uh, like, hey, I'm, I'm black at the end of the day, like, we don't go investigate noises that we hear. If we hear something in our house that says, get out, we leave. We don't fucking stay around for the extraness. So I have that instilled in me that, hey, if I can get away from Jason Voorhees by sacrificing your life. Wow. That thought will cross my mind, but I'm a protector at the end of the day. Wow. Are you? I am. Like, if I was on one side of the room and I saw the killer coming from me, I'm like, hey, get out of here. I'm not that dude that's going to jump over the table to tackle the killer so you can get out of there. I'm going to warn you to get out of there. So you can get the fuck out of there. I told you early enough. So, so just like me, not going into haunted houses with friendship bracelets. <laughs> That's what you just said. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Slim, if you, if me and five friends went to a place that was haunted, best believe I have a 95% chance that I'm going to make it out because of the sacrifices that I would fucking have. Like, nigga, if you don't listen to me, then you don't listen to me. That's on you. I know where the exit is. I've already no, you know. Like, come on, Slim. I, I survived too much to be killed by a haunted anything or slasher or Jason Voorhees. I've I've lived too long for this. I've survived a lot, so I'm not about to be killed by somebody with a fucking chainsaw. Well, listen, that and what someone had said reminded me. Someone had asked. And I, I kind of want to ask you if you have any of these. Okay. Uh, I, I have one, unfortunately. <laughs> um, the scariest date you've ever been on. I think I told this story on past uh, Halloween episode. The only scariest date I've ever been on is the chick that, okay, my daughter came with must be embalmed, but she was taking forever to come. Me and her mom was never in a relationship. We was we always friends, and we happened to make a beautiful fucking kid um so literally Kaylin was still being like in the middle of my being mother in labor I went to the I went to the gift shop I was just supposed to buy a teddy bear for Kaylin that's all I was supposed to do I ended up going out on a date with the cashier of that hotel so I ended up going. while she was in labor yeah she was in labor for fucking three days. I went on a date on day two. So she was good. Okay. <laughs> so she was good. So we went in the, in the chip. <laughs> we were eating at Ruby Tuesdays. I never forget. Is that Ruby Tuesdays here in Arizona? Yeah. Okay. But we went out to Ruby Tuesdays and we and she was from Philly. And she was like, I was like, yeah, why you move from Philly to D.C.? And she was like, oh. I literally with a straight fucking face. 
She's like, I blew up a cop car. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? She's like, I blew up a cop car. You know, I had to, uh, so I'm on the run right now. I'm doing my thing. I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be here. So I was like, oh, okay. And at bef- and that was before the time I was deep in the streets. So I didn't like really understand where she was coming from on that note. So I was like, ah. And like, so I drove her home and she was like, we're going on a date again? Like, huh? <laughs> like she wanted her ass to now. Like, but the look in her eyes, if I said no, made me feel that, okay, I was going to have to fight for my life for the rest <laughs> of the night. Because we was in front of her house. I don't know how many, like, I don't know who's in there or whatnot, but I'm like, yeah, 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 we're going to go out again, girl. Luckily, the next day, my daughter was finally born so we could get the fuck out of this hospital so I never have to deal with this chick again. And yeah, so. Sounds like a story of why we don't go on dates while the mother of our child's in labor. Um, first of all, excuse Oh, you did this for more children? No. I didn't do this for more children, but for the longest, I felt like I was cursed because I didn't, I, I wasn't there. Well, I, I always either just make it or just miss my daughter. It's only with my daughters my, and, my, and my oldest son. Um, I always end up, it's always a fucking story, but like with my daughter, Caleb, I fell asleep because I was working too much and that dumbass date and she was a c-section so you know i don't want to see that shit boom so while i was asleep they did the c-section and next thing you know i'm, I'm waking up with my daughter in my arms smiling at me gabby i was well, i got the call uh that hey i'm in labor and i i'm thinking I'm like, I'm, I drive a truck. I don't give a fuck. Like, speed bumps don't fuck. I can do whatever I want over speed bumps. No, I, 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 I was so excited, and I was going to the hospital that I kept going over speed bumps, and boom, my axle broke. Axle just broke. So, and then when I got there, boom, Gabby was born. For Cammy, it was Gabby got herself into a little trouble in New York. I had to go get my baby out of trouble, and Cammy was born because I was getting her sister out of trouble. But I always made it there, like literally. If for some reason, it's always literally right after they come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, down, like I was in DC. His mom was in AZ, and yeah, like I, I missed it because I, my flight, I didn't fly down here quick enough because I was busy handling stuff there. And but, but my youngest. My youngest boy, uh, yeah, I was there. I cut the umbilical cord and everything. That one, um, I'm always proud of because that story is I was I had police escorts to uh, my son's birth, and that always was dope to me. And it was even funnier because I had a bunch of drugs in my pocket. And I'm not even going to bullshit you. I literally had a bunch of drugs and filled in both pockets uh, from Schedule 1 narcotic to just regular, not just regular in my pockets, but the police escorted me into the delivery room, and yeah, I was there, I got to cut the umbilical cord and all that. 
So the curse is broken. The curse is broken with my last my final child. Look at that. <laughs> the curse is fucking broken. But I honestly, so this is this is the weird thing I'm thinking. I'm not saying Josiah is the chosen one. I'm not saying that. I hold him in high regard, yes. But I don't feel like he's the chosen one. I honestly feel like because I wanted to be one of my sons so bad, that is going to be one of my daughters. Because at the end of the day, I was so, I did everything I could for Caitlyn to be a boy. But no, it wasn't going to happen. She came out and she has not stopped surprising me ever since. Same thing with Gabby. Same thing with Cammy. I wanted each and every one of them to be a boy. But nah, it just wasn't the cause for them. So... But I don't regret anything, and I don't feel like I missed out on anything because my three daughters are the best thing that ever happened to me, mistake or not. Uh, (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Most parents don't be honest. Like, don't keep calling them happy surprises because half the time, y'all not even in a position to have a kid. But, but yeah, mistake or not, like, all my daughters, like, um, they are the fucking best. And I do not regret them not being boys. Because I got my two boys. So I don't care anymore. But, <laughs> but I honestly feel like they're going to be the ones that holds me down forever. You know? I honestly feel that. So this is pretty dope. And on that note, my X-rated savage, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end on a wholesome note. On this Halloween special. We still got one more to go. Uh, So I'm going to say beware. Be fair. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay savage. Until next time. (laughs) Until October 31st is past. This is the laugh you will get from me. Okay. Damn, I gotta pee. Sam, I gotta pee. Why does that matter? Why should I tell him I have to pee? Like, like the internet wants to hear it right now. I know, like, no, no, Sam does not shake it after Water sports. Shut up. All right, we're out of here. <laughs>